0: Welcome to Together in the Word. Thanks for joining us on day. I guess it's day 10 of Together in the Word. I'm going to call an Audible today. We're we're reading Psalm 89, verses 5 through 7, excuse me, 5 through 37 for the second time. And I, I want I want to I want to go outside the bounds of our reading today. Now we see Again, there is this declaration, we're in the season of epiphany, and so people are having this epiphany or these aha moments about who God is, and the reading corresponds to this epiphany. But what, what, I, what I find so often in non-denominational charismatic churches, in many of the fast-growing Christian movements, is this epiphany that we have of God is, is, not, a, is not a clear or complete one. It, it looks a lot more like the God we desire than the God we actually have. As we read all of Psalm 89, verses 5 through 37 declare truth, no doubt. It declares the truth of who God is. Uh, and, and the history of Psalm 89 is that they believe it was written in three parts in three very distinct times— Psalm, or excuse me, verses 5 through 37 were written in one period, and then verses 38 through 51 were written probably 30 years later. But they're all together in one Psalm, and then we see verse 52 there at the end. Follow me, if you would, for a second. I, I believe this is worth listening to. Up till verse 37, we read about how amazing God is his faithfulness, his promises. But at verse 38, it turns. Verse 38, Israel had been captured by the Babylonians, and they watched their king get carried off in chains into prison. And as we read later, 30 years later, that king is still imprisoned. And his corrupt relative, was placed on the throne by Babylon. And and Israel is bitter. The psalmist is bitter. He's bitter with God. And he's mad at God. And he starts bringing accusation against God. Whereas in the beginning, he he refers to God in the you, the second person, this this his wonder and his majesty it becomes accusatory in the second half you have cast off and rejected you have been full of wrath against your anointed you have spurned the covenant of your servant you have profaned his crown in the dust speaking of the king of israel who was carried away and and they were hopeless in writing this they they were utterly hopeless and they blamed god for their entire lot in life, how things were not going well. And this, I bring this up for a couple of reasons. Number one, suffering is a reality. It, it is a reality. God, we don't come to Jesus to avoid suffering. We, we come to Jesus so we aren't suffering alone. God is with us in the suffering. N- number two, Israel failed. The psalmist here failed to recognize God's warnings toward Israel to follow him and his ways that they would stay protected. That sin makes you stupid, and you will be carried away into captivity if you don't return to the God of Israel. And they didn't. And in fact, this suffering occurred. And number three, they complain that God in his promise to them said that there will be an eternal king on the throne of Israel, and now there wasn't one. And so they thought because they did not see the fulfillment of this promise that God was a liar. But what they fail to recognize is that that eternal king would be Christ and that God is not a liar. They just could not see his promises fulfilled. And you may be in a place today where you don't see promises fulfilled. You, You might be in a place today where you think, God, these contradictions in your personality, these contradictions in your in your promises, what, I, what I'm seeing is not what you promised. And I'm here to tell you, friend, the wilderness is not your place of habitation. God is bringing you out into something new. If you will turn to God and allow him to spiritually form you, you will once again walk in his mercies. I told you that this psalm was written in three parts. The third part is Psalm 50, excuse me, verse 52. Blessed be the Lord forever, amen and amen. This was written not as an addition to this psalm, but a closing of the third book of what became the book of Psalms. That one verse that was tacked on later is a testimony that, Israel's suffering was not the end of the story. There is a new chapter that came. And and for you, if you find yourself in a place of need, in a place of lack, in a place of where is God, in a place of testing, maybe, the story's not over. A new day is coming, redemption is near. God is faithful and he'll show himself to you. Stay faithful to him. I just bless you in your journey today. Let's pray. Our father who is in heaven, holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us keep us from temptation, deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.